0: to pit crew on the bayou. I'm Megan, and along with my dad, Kevin, we are a daughter and dad team diving deep into the sport of NASCAR. So strap in and get ready for a ride around the track with us, your Pick crew. Welcome back, race fans, to episode five of our podcast. Today, we'll be discussing the races at Richmond Raceway and Martinsville Speedway. Next, we will talk about this week's hot topic, Ty Gibbs' brawl with Sam Mayer. Also in this episode, we will be discussing a driver, Danny Hamlin. Then the points leaders will be updated. So, without further ado, let's get started. First up was Richmond Raceway, which is located in Richmond, Virginia. The first race was the Xfinity Series Toyota Care 250 on Saturday, April 2nd.
1: Ty Gibbs was on the pole.
0: John Hunter Nemechek won Stage 1 and Ty Gibbs won Stage
1: 2. Ty Gibbs won the race, and he led a season-high 114 laps. John Nemechek led the most in the race, which was 135 laps, and there were three cautions.
0: It's not a lot of cautions.
1: Not very many at all.
0: The top five were Ty Gibbs, John Hunter Nemechek, Sam Mayer, Adrian Ondinger and Raleigh Herbs. Ty Gibbs moved John Hunter Nemechek out of the way on the last lap to win the race. Nemechek was upset and said that racers never forget. Gibbs admitted admitted that he definitely deserves one back, but defended himself by saying that it was just short track racing and that he had to do what he had to do since wins are hard to come by.
1: Well, what I have to say about the subject is that if you're going to race like that, you're going to get raced like that. You're going to race somebody hard, you know, shove them up the track, expect to be raced hard and get shoved up the track.
0: When he said it's just short track racing, he sounds like Denny Hamlin. I wonder who he's been hanging out with lately.
1: Well, he is in the Joe Gibbs Racing, you know, stable team, so.
0: And also, I'm saying wins are hard to come by. I don't know. He already has, what, like two or three wins? So I don't know why he's saying that.
1: Yeah, that was his third win of the year, his seventh overall.
0: Wins are hard to come by to you. Well, we'll see. What happens next week?
1: They say spec payback.
0: Well, congratulations to Ty Gibbs on winning a race. Next up was the Cup Series Toyota Owners 400 on Sunday, April 3rd.
1: Ryan Blaney was on the pole. This is his third pole of the year.
0: But he doesn't have any wins. Not yet. Ryan Blaney won stage one and Martin Trish Jr. won stage two.
1: Danny Hamlin won the race. This was his first top ten of the season. He only led the final five laps of the race. He also won in his home state, Virginia.
0: Good for him. The top five were Denny Hamlin, Kevin Harvick, William Byron, Martin Trash Jr., and Kyle Larson.
1: Ryan Blaney led the most laps, which was 128. William Byron led 122. There were three cautions. Yep, not many cautions in this race.
0: Nope. Even though he won the race, Denny Hamlin is still outside of the top twenty in in the regular point standings.
1: Yeah, his team starting to come around a little bit, but he's still struggling. Still, just just not the same old Denny Hamlin of yesteryear. You know, (laughs) he's
0: just not the same anymore, Doctor.
1: I'm sorry. like I'm, I'm his, sorry,
0: Doc. I'm like sorry. Like as
1: if his team needs a transfusion yeah. or something. You know?
0: <laughs> I'm sorry. We're going to have to put him down. No. No, not really. I don't know. Maybe he just needs to retire. He is like 41.
1: Yes. Well, you know, I guess he's still trying to adjust to the next gen car. But so is everybody else. So, I mean, we'll see what the rest of the season brings for Danny Hamlin and his crew,
0: or doesn't bring for them. Well, congratulations to Denny Hamlin on his win. Moving on. The next weekend, NASCAR was at Martinsville Speedway, which is located in Ridgeway, Virginia. The first race was the Truck Series Blue Emu Maximum Pain Relief 200 on Thursday, April 7th.
1: Zane Smith was on the pole.
0: Zane Smith won stage one and Ben Rhodes won stage two. That was both their third stage wins.
1: William Byron won the race. This was Spire's first truck series win.
0: Oh, good for them. The top five were William Byron, Johnny Sauter, Kyle Busch, John Hunter Nemechek, and Ben Rhodes. William Byron led the most laps, 94, and there were 10 cautions.
1: All of the drivers from second place to seventh place drove Toyotas.
0: Wow, that's a lot of Toyotas.
1: But the winner, William Byron, he drove a Chevy Silverado to victory lane.
0: Well, the Chevys came through in that respect. The next race was the Xfinity Series Call 811 Before You Dig 250, powered by Call811.com on Friday, April 8th.
1: Ty Gibbs was on the pole.
0: Ty Gibbs won stage one, and Brandon Jones won stage two. That was Ty Gibbs' second stage win and Brandon Jones' first stage win.
1: Brandon Jones won the race after he stuck by Ty Gibbs on the final restart. Gibbs ended up getting squeezed into the outside wall by Sam Mayer when they were fighting for second. But they both lost the battle because Landon Castle stuck right by both of them to steal the spot.
0: Good for Landon. The top five were Brandon Jones, Landon Castle, A.J. Allmendinger, Austin Hill, and Sam Mayer.
1: Nope. After the race, Ty Gibbs and Sam Mayer got into a fight. But Gibbs didn't take his helmet off and instead threw a few baby punches at Mayer, giving Sam Mayer a black eye.
0: Yeah, but it didn't look that bad.
1: Dale Earnhardt Jr. commented that maybe uh, Sam Mayer might need some boxing lessons.
0: Boxing lessons?
1: Yeah, because of the fight. He's just basically just trying to grab uh, Ty Gibbs and wrestle him to the ground.
0: Well, really, we shouldn't be encouraging fighting in this sport.
1: Now, he he really, he said that Jokingly.
0: Well, what if Sam Mayer takes this seriously, actually gets boxing lessons, and goes and beats Ty Gibbs up? Well, I wouldn't be surprised if he actually did that.
1: So congratulations to Brandon Jones.
0: Congratulations to Brandon Jones, and also, Ty Gibbs led 197 laps, and there were 11 cautions. And also, Landon Castle got the best finish of his career in this race, 2nd.
1: Shirley Temple for all.
0: Yep, for everyone. Even I got one. Well, the next race was a Cup Series Blue Emu Maximum Pain Relief 400 on Saturday, April 9th.
1: Chase Elliott was on the pole.
0: Chase Elliott won Stage 1 and Stage 2, and those were his first two stage wins.
1: William Byron won the race. That's his second win of the year.
0: Good for him. The top five were William Byron, Joey Logano, Austin Dillon, Ryan Blaney, and Ross Chastain.
1: Hendricks Motorsports has now led more than 10,000 laps at Martinsville Speedway, which is a record. Woo, that's a lot of laps led.
0: Yeah, it really is. William Byron led the most laps, 212. Chase Elliott led 185 laps. They led a combined 397 of the 403 laps in the race. This is also Byron's first year with multiple wins in the Cup Series. Really, Martinsville was kind of a boring race, wasn't it?
1: It was. There was only...
0: A few lead changes, and, and there were like no no lead changes at all. Like actually on the track during green, like no one could pass anyone for the lead or in any other spots.
1: And there were only two cautions.
0: Yeah, it's not many cautions at all. Everyone was really disappointed in the race because Martinsville is supposed to be an exciting track with lots of action, and the way these next gen cars race just really killed the mood.
1: And they were saying that there was really no fall off with with the uh, tires you know like and yeah, like you said it was really hard to pass
0: i mean the only reason why william byron won the race was because he won the race off pit road yes because up to that point chase slayer led like every single lap except for a few laps under caution when someone didn't pit for a few laps and then they led a couple like austin Dillon led like one lap and joe like led like two or something
1: right it was really just where you started, is the race is really where you finished.
0: Yeah, it was a snooze fest.
1: So maybe NASCAR maybe might need to rethink this race, you know, when they need to hold it, instead of holding it at night, hold it during the daytime.
0: Yeah, because everyone's like, we're going to have a Martinsville night race. Yay! And then it's like, not.
1: Nah. Everybody's just staying in line, you know, running the same roofs just going around the track, everybody together, single file. Yeah. So hopefully a better race.
0: Yeah, next time.
1: Next time at Martinsville.
0: Well, congratulations to William Byron on winning two races this season so far.
1: He's having a good year so far. He's hot. Yeah, he is.
0: The current point leaders are for truck, Ben Rhodes, for X Agent Almondinger; and for cup, Chase Elliott. Driver Spotlight is back. Today we'll be spotlighting Denny Hamlin. This year, Denny Hamlin has had a very slow start, with only one win, and besides that, no other top tens. He already has three DNFs, and he also DNFed in the Daytona 500, which is which was his first DNF in the Daytona 500 ever. So it sounds like Denny Hamlin's been struggling lately, Dad.
1: He's been having a tough season. He finished 37th at Daytona uh, when Harrison Burton clipped his nose, you know, and knocked and had knocked him out of that. That race, he just he got collected. He finished 32nd at Vegas when he broke the transaction when he said that he had a mental error and attempted to upshift. He forgot that now the cars are sequential and not an uh, H pattern anymore. So he tried to shift. And I think he was doing the H pattern, and boom, that went the transactional.
0: Yeah, he he tried, he tried, when he shifted, he shifted into reverse, and he was going like 100 miles an hour. And that's not a good idea, because you're really not supposed to go that fast in
1: reverse. No, that, and a transactional, let him know how, what the, tra- his, his feelings was when it broke. That was kind of a, uh, the laughter during the week, is talking about that, you know, he just... A mental error, like he said, like a brain fart. He flashed back to last year. Then at Atlanta Motor Speedway, he after stage two, he got collected in a wreck with uh, Kyle Larson. So that was another D DNF, and he uh, wound up finishing 29th. So uh, he's really having a, a tough time this year, and it's been very frustrating for him, frustrating for his team. Because, you know, he's used to being in the top 10, top 5 every every single week. So him not being any top 10s besides his victory is really uncommon for Danny Hamlin.
0: Yeah, some people might be like, well, it's because he's with 23 XI Racing now. Well, last year he was the, you know, owner of that team. And he did just fine. He had top 10s all Mm -hmm. over the place and he won two races in the playoffs. So I don't know why it should be suddenly an issue now. The next gen car is kinda new, but most drivers have adapted to it already, so he's kinda behind now.
1: Maybe he ought to go uh talk to Kyle Bush and uh find that golden horseshoe.
0: Yeah, I think Kyle Bush might have taken it from uh, him.
1: You know, granted that twenty three XI Racing does have two drivers now. The team is bigger. You know, maybe he's taking on more responsibility, but still, like you said, I mean last year twenty three Xi you know, it was in, in its infancy and seemed to have no no problem. So maybe um lady Lady Luck will smile on him a little bit. I don't know. Uh we'll see. But- yeah,
0: we'll have to see, but it's definitely not looking very bright so far. 'Cause they said so I'd say wind changes everything, but really in this situation, I don't know. It might be just a slight glimmer and then it just fades away.
1: We'll see what the rest of the season brings for Denny Hamlin.
0: Yep, we'll just have to see. Just a small correction it's 2311 racing, not 23XI racing. This week's hot topic is the Ty Gibbs versus Sam Mayer fight. On April 8th at Martinsville Speedway after the Xfinity Series race, Ty Gibbs and Sam Mayer had a brawl. Apparently, after the race, Gibbs went over to talk to Mayer and what started out as a heated conversation turned into a full-on fistfight. The problem was Ty Gibbs didn't even take his helmet off, Dad. He seemed kind of like a wimp when he did that, didn't he?
1: Yeah, he just went after Sam, Sam Mayer He just kept his helmet on and, and Sam Mayer, looked like Sam Mayer was motioning for him to take his helmet off.
0: Well, as Ryan Newman says, real men take their helmets off. But I guess he didn't have Newman's advice to help them at the time.
1: Ryan Newman was not there to give any advice to either one of them.
0: Unfortunately. Well, what led to this fight on pit road was a last lap battle between the two as they tried to get around Landon Castle, who was also fighting for second. Mayer made contact with Gibbs and caused him to slide all the way back from second to eighth. During the fight, Gibbs did not take off his helmet, like I said, and he also gave Sam Mayer a black eye. Mayer said that during that restart, Jones pushed us both up the track, so at that point, the race win was out of my hands. So, I had the $100,000 Dash for Cash bonus in my sights, and I was going to do what I had to do to try to get it back, and yeah, I put the bumper to him. He also said, but like I just talked to Gibbs, he came over, he was upset, and just decided to throw a couple punches, but it's fine by me. That sounds kind of rough, doesn't it?
1: It does. It looked like WWE wrestling out there at at one point.
0: Yeah, and then they both had to go to the hauler. And guess what? Gibbs was going to have to go to the hauler anyways, even if he wouldn't have thought. Because apparently, earlier in the race... He had some sort of safety car violation where he didn't get behind the safety car properly, or something.
1: Yeah, he got he got too close to the safety car.
0: So that means that he was in double trouble.
1: And and he bumped Sam there on the cool down lap, which is not the first time that Ty Gibbs has done that. Yeah, He's he been...
0: got he got fined for fined fifteen thousand dollars for intentional contact on pit road. Meanwhile, what Gibbs had to say was, I talked to Sam. I was frustrated. I was like, what are you doing when we got drove in, in the fence? We were kind of shoved a little bit, and I turned away. When I got grabbed and kind of pulled, that just led up to that moment. It just built up, built up, built up, and I snapped, and that's just part of it. Hopefully, I learned from it. A lot of people on Twitter thought Gibbs was a wimp for leaving his home and home while punching Mayer. Not so that he can dish it out, but he can't take it, because just the week before... He has shoved Nimachek out out of the way for the win and said that he owed him one. So well it looks like, like well what there went all that experience right out the window.
1: You guys payback. I mean if you're gonna race somebody hard, if you're gonna shove somebody out up the track, race after race, and then you then then you should expect that to happen to you, you know. I mean he even gotten to Ryan Sieg this year in a race. And, and in Ryan Sieg's uh day.
0: Yeah, well, then Thank Ryan Seag decided he wanted to go wreck Ty Gibbs, and that didn't go well. Yeah,
1: so he kind of whiffed on that.
0: Yeah, but honestly, really, you can't expect just because you're the golden boy to just keep going out and wrecking other people. Just just expect to say, oh, well, it's Ty Gibbs. It's Joe Gibbs' grandson. I can't do anything about that. No, they're racers. They're going to come after you. They don't yeah. care. They don't care whether you're, I don't know, Quinn Huff or Kyle Bush, They're still going to come after you if you do something wrong to them.
1: I mean, and that's how these young guys race now. So if you're going to race me like that and race me hard and shove me up the track, I'm going to race you the same way. I'm going to race you hard and I'm going to shove you up the track, especially if it's going for a win or if it's going for like a bonus, like a hundred thousand dash four cash. I'm not going to try to wreck it, but I'm sure going to try to shove you out, out the way and, and put the bumper to you.
0: Well, so that fight really damaged Ty Gibbs' already almost non-existent reputation with the fans. So he's basically just like Kyle Busch now. Basically, no, you either like him or you hate him.
1: Right, exactly. He's the Kyle Busch of Xfinity now.
0: Yeah, so he better start working on improving his reputation if he wants fans to gain the respect respect that back that he just
1: lost. Yeah, he needs to mature a little bit on the racetrack and how he acts because he's in the uh, eye of the public. So right. right now, public's public's opinion of him is, is, is that he's a bad guy and he's a sure loser racer.
0: Right. You can say things like, I want to thank my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. But if you don't act the way you speak, well, that's basically just empty words. You're just saying it just to get approval from other people. Well, we'll have to see if Ty Gibbs can learn to mature or if he stays the way he is now.
1: Hopefully he has learned from this and will improve the rest of the season and beyond.
0: Yep, hopefully so. Well, that wraps up our episode for today. Our next episode will discuss the races at Bristol Motor Speedway, which will be a dirt race, and Talladega Super Speedway. It will also have yet another hot topic to discuss, as well as an update on the point leaders. Until next time,
1: Pit Crew out.